2: Log Talk Radio. Hi, this is Chase Masterson, founder of the Pop Culture Hero Coalition, and you're listening to Heroes One at One Radio.
0: Welcome to Heroes 101 Radio, your one-stop shop for a little positivity and optimism on a Tuesday night. Uh, so, I've got to say, uh, in in uh, line with tonight's show, I'm going to read one of my favorite poets, one of, who should be everyone's favorite poet, uh, who wrote famously in his play Romeo and Juliet, you know who I'm talking about, what, What's in a name? That which we call a rose by any other name would smell as sweet um and talking of smelling sweet, not me my uh, lovely co-host from the west coast it's uh, it's the lovely rock and roll from san francisco how are you doing my dear
2: i'm doing well i stopped eating the popcorn and the almonds I was eating about a minute ago so i can actually speak <laughs> really so, hey, i, like I that.
0: speaking you couldn't speak on the last show with uh, River oh, and Expo. My god! You were, uh, almost mute. Was,
2: oh you you know what honestly i i really thought i was going to have to go in and see a specialist i couldn't talk for how long much to the enjoyment of Nightbug, but you know, that's over now. I've got my voice back. Sorry guy.
0: <laughs> yeah. And uh and talking of smells, what an incredible smell we've discovered.
2: <laughs> right. <laughs> <Boo>. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <a bug. laughs> and
0: uh, as usual on the on the board, the friendly neighborhood Nightbug. Good evening, sir. Good evening, good evening. That was supposed to be my intro. Oh <laughs> I'll just say that's what she said.
2: Yeah, that's it's that kind of night already. Already <laughs>
0: Yeah. So yeah, it's been a, a little while since we were on the air. We uh, the last one was um, a cosplay episode, which was fun, man. I uh, I was you know I I was not only geeking out. I I went to bed afterwards and was just dreaming about being a professional cosplayer. I literally had a dream that was so realistic where I had a whole career as a professional cosplayer that I woke up the next day and I was so disappointed to be back in my life again. I was like, ah, oh, damn it, it's not real. <laughs>
2: You know what? And and our, our last guy for those of you who didn't get to hear it was uh, Rui Renex. I gotta say his name. right. Renex. Okay, Runex, uh, Renex. Uh, thank you. He's awesome. He uh, that guy is. Uh, we friended each other on Facebook, and he um, he is part of Kiss Kiss uh, Kiss Nation. Kiss. Uh, he he plays Ace Freely, my favorite person in Kiss. The guy I used to. Um, okay, Nightbug. I, Stop eating almonds. If you guys hear crunching, and that, stop it. it's a uh, it's my 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 sound guy, our sound guy. He's he's hungry. And see, it's it's good that there's
3: no visual here because she's just saying that so she can munch and have it be blamed on me. <laughs> Ron. Um, yeah, okay.
2: yeah, I'm amazing. I, I can talk and, and, and chew almonds at the same. But anyway, it. he's fantastic. So if you guys didn't hear that last show, he's he's funny, really funny guy, and and. Uh, Facebook. You should friend him on Facebook. Ruby Rene- Renexo, right? Renexo. Yeah,
0: yeah. Planet Ruby is his uh, his fan page that has his Kiss Nation and his cosplay. He does the best Man Bat cosplay I've ever seen.
2: Oh my God! Right? A giant,
0: seven foot tall, imposing, terrifying Man Bat. Freaking
2: amazing. He does a bunch of really good cosplay. Cos. Oh wow. He just he makes me want to go in costume all the time to every single. <laughs> a place like every con i can get to yeah. in amazing Yeah, you, you
0: know what sucks is i I, the, I first met ruby at um the great philadelphia comic con and um with where i met eric the smoke moran who was a guest the, the previous year um
2: another and, awesome uh, man mm-hmm. yeah
0: another an amazing guy um yeah amazing human being actually and but um uh, this year the great philadelphia comic con is the same weekend as the warrior dash in los angeles so i'm not able to go and as much as I'm looking forward to the Warrior Dash, which we can talk about later in the show, man, I'm going to miss that uh, that Comic-Con.
2: Yeah, no kidding. That sounds like, ah, uh, sorry, yeah. sorry. I Timing. Know. I know. Hey, we'll but, you know what, Warrior
0: Dash and playing a gig with you guys in Los Angeles, come on. <laughs> it could be a lot worse. Two
2: gigs. Right? Two, gig. two, two gigs. Two
0: gigs, yes.
2: Yep, yep. Look, at every time this guy gets anywhere near us, and this isn't a joke, if you Facebook friended us and... You look at our history. Every time Specter gets anywhere near our area, um, I make him perform with our band. That's it. He gets, like, a week to learn the songs, and he always learns them, and then he performs with us, seriously. Yeah, I'm like, like
0: a dancing bear.
2: Yeah, you are. You're pretty awesome that way. If he's so. lucky, you'd give him a week. I know, if he's lucky, but that just shows you what a great musician he is. So, yeah. Yeah, if you guys wow. are in L.A., oh, man, we're going to plug the hell out of these shows, too. So, we'll get get that. We'll get so to that. Um, yeah.
0: I guess t- two two questions then. First of all, who the hell are we? And secondly, what the hell are we talking about tonight?
2: You know, we keep assuming that people have been listening to us forever. And then I see our numbers and our numbers keep going up. And um, I realize there are new people out there in the audience. That's right. Do you want to tell them who we are? You know, because I can ramble. And your voice is funnier.
0: Go on. Yeah, I mean, I I don't want to steal the thunder too much from the topic of tonight's conversation, but basically, we are a group called The Initiative. We are a collective of various teams worldwide now. We've got uh, teams across the US and, and in the UK now as well. And um, our goal is really just to improve our communities by whatever means we can. And and that, that kind of depends on the areas that we live in and the things that those communities need, but that can include <laughs> anything from homeless outreach. Oh, thank you. Thank you, my canine friend, for the <laughs>
1: Sorry. That's <really laughs> for the I'm going to my dog.
0: So, yeah, it can include um, homeless outreach, canine outreach, I nearly said. Um dog support, animal shelters, (laughs) Um, it can include uh, free self-defense classes, it can include uh, public safety patrols, uh, used needle pickup patrols, really anything we can do with our spare time and what little spare cash we might have to be able to uh, benefit our communities. Um, So this group, the initiative that we're part of, has uh, we we came up with this idea that the, the press can be a pretty negative thing. It can spin at, at times, it can, you know, really negatively impact society by spinning tales of hatred and violence and terror and all the things that sell newspapers and sell, you know, sell news, um, but don't necessarily make uh, make society a good place. So what we wanted to do was counterbalance that by telling some some more pos- some more positive stories and some more optimistic stories. So that's kind of what we're here to do.
2: That is. There you go. See, and you said it in. In a much nicer way than I did. <laughs> oh, wow. I'd still be rambling. <laughs> but, um, to, and that's why we occasionally have topics like the one we have tonight, uh, which uh, has to do with, you know, it, it, I could say it, it's exclusively real-life superhero-based. Um, you know, it's specific to these guys. But then it, 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 these titles... I think titling and labeling is you know, its a universal topic. It's not just real-life superhero-specific. So, you know, if you're going, what is all this real-life, how does this apply to me? And believe it or not, you know, the motto of our show is that we help you live a happier, healthier, safer life. So um, any topic we bring up, we make sure that it can relate to everyday people doing everyday things. So bear with us.
0: Yeah, and you know, what? I've got to say up front, and and I, I, I think this may be a fairly polarizing topic because I loathe labels just with a, a passion. I just hate them, and um, and I, I know some people are the opposite. Some people absolutely love to label things, and that's the only way they can make sense of the world. And, and I and I get that. that. That's fine, but for me there's nothing worse than pigeonholing things and pigeonholing people particularly and you know I I love that that old uh, psychological study really famous where uh, you get a bunch of people from diverse backgrounds in a room you um uh, you give them all an envelope, and in that envelope is a description of them written by a stranger, and that description is so accurate that all of them go away, and they, they all come back with the feedback, oh my God, it's like this person's known me my whole life, and you know, they, uh, they they say these really insightful things that no one else could ever have known, and you find out at the end that this group of 20 people, they all receive the same envelope, and <laughs> it's exactly the same stuff in there, and uh, <laughs> wow, you know, people are, all, people are all the same, but people are all very different at the same time, and you know, I, and therefore, I kind of think this, this whole labeling, and, and I'm going to come up with my thoughts later on, but um, I don't know. I think there there are things very different about the real-life superhero community, and I think there are things that are very, very common ac- across the whole of humanity, and that that's probably a really good thing. So, hey, just me up front.
2: <laughs> now, we do have um, a member of uh, the real-life superhero community who um, – the the way that this topic came about was that he and I were speaking one evening and uh we were noticing that it was um this whole labeling thing was was becoming a hot button um in, in the real life superhero world and uh we had so much to say about it, especially this next person that I'm gonna be so if you don't mind, Spector, I'm gonna bring on uh the person that, that that, you know, co uh thought up this this, this topic with me.
0: Please do. And that
2: is thanks sir. That is uh Impact. A real life superhero from Biloxi, Mississippi. Impact. Welcome. Hello. 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 Labeling. What do you think about it? Um, How's that for a general so, question. Why I chew my yeah. software. <laughs> Uh,
1: let's say generally, I'm not a fan. Even and even within the uh, the real estate Hero community, I'm actually not really a fan of it. Um, that's kind of my there. That's the whole show. I'm not a fan. Done.
2: We can um, all go home now. Let's go watch uh, yeah, Agents everyone, of the Shield. Yeah. Wasn't such a yeah.
1: <laughs> Um. So, like you said, this whole thing kind of came out because people were becoming so obsessed with labels. And to me, there's only been three real labels that I've that like any have any real difference to me, and arguably, none of them are that different. And the three are the RLSH, the real-life superhero, um, you know, people who go out and either put on a costume or come up with a name or, as I as I call it, spandex and code names. People who do use spandex <laughs> and code names and go out and do some form of a good work. Um, you know, meal pickups or homeless outreach or safety patrols or whatever, That's the base idea of an RLSH to me. And you don't have to have um, a costume or whatever, but a lot of people choose to have. Um, On the opposite end of that is the RLSV, the real-life super villain, And, you know, a lot of them do the exact same stuff as the superhero. Some of them will only... Some of them, the main deal is just, you know, calling us out or... Being essentially online drama, um, and it could be a lot of fun. But some of them will actually go and you know do homeless outreaches or the same stuff that we do. Like you know Lord Mole from the initiative, from the UK initiative, is a perfect example because he started as an RLSV and he still is, but he does the outreaches. So I mean he's a really good example. Of that and then finally and this is only like, I barely consider this a category, but there's the guys who want to be vigilantes. whose only real thing is they want to go and beat people, fight crime. And the difference mm. between an RLSH to me and a vigilante is, vigilantes supposedly go after bad guys. RLSH try and work within the law, whether or not you want to argue about how effective vigilantes are is a, well, we can get into that, but that's not the original idea to me, behind the,
0: the conversation. Yeah, you know, I, then, I wanted to touch on vigilantes as well, because I was kind of thinking it may be useful for us to talk about what a real-life superhero is and what a real-life yeah. life superhero is not, and certainly vigilantes. And, you know, I, I had a request uh, just hit the New York Initiative um, uh, Facebook page last week with a guy who just said, uh, I'm in town and I want to spa with someone. <laughs> and I'm like, well, okay, that that sounds great. Wow. so yeah, that, that's cool. You can come and punch me if you like. But, you know, I'd, I'd rather you sparred with homelessness or poverty or, you know, that, that might be more useful to the community.
1: Yeah, and, like, and that's kind of, and that's kind of the feeling I always get from the people who only want to do vigilante work or whatever. And there are some real-life superheroes who, who are mostly doing, you know, crime patrol, like where they're in, trying to investigate stuff or where they're really trying to get people home, home safe. And that, to me, is still kind of different than the vigilante because it's still about whether or not you work within the law. And, and I just met with um, my first recruit down here yesterday, and we were talking about that difference and how, you know, if, if he joins the group, it's really going to be that working within the law. So, so I, I think that's, that's like the, the biggest distinction, I think, out of any of the labels is that one.
0: Yeah. You know what, though? I have been accused at times when I've been on patrol, normally by people who are pretty wasted or high, um, that I look like Dog the Bounty yeah. Hunter. And I, I've <laughs> got to say, I mean, I've got the hair, but I, I, I'm i a little younger, um, definitely nowhere near as You've got the vest. <laughs> I've got the vest as well, yeah. <laughs> the
1: vest helps.
0: Um,
1: but, yeah. And so, but the other thing that we've been noticing recently we being, at least Rock and I, I don't know if uh, you've noticed it back then, and, and I know Bugs noticed it. Um, there's People are starting to use all these other labels. I know that exalt has been around for a while, or Extreme Altruists, and, I, and the other big one um, that I've been seeing recently is Community Superhero, or CSH. And then my favorite one, which is just, oh, I'm not an ROSH. But I do every, but I do the same stuff, and <laughs> and it's like there's a point where it just starts. To me, no one has given me a distinction between any of these things, including the I'm not an RLSH. It's still someone doing the same stuff. They just say, well, I'm not one. Okay, what's the difference? Well, I also go to con- comic conventions. Yeah, so there are a lot of us. What's the difference? And, you know and it's just people get hung up on these labels for some
2: reason. Yeah. Well, they see something that really disappoint but you know, they get pulled in by the real life superhero label. And they think, I'm gonna get into this, I'm gonna become one, <clears throat> I'm gonna do things this way, it's gonna be amazing, this is gonna be a really great group of people to work with and then they get disappointed because of one thing or another. And then they realize I I don't want to be, this isn't fulfilling what I thought it would be, so I don't want to be this anymore. I'm going to reinvent the wheel and give it a new name. You know what? Good luck with that. How long have we been here watching this stuff and all these things? And, and and for the record, Exalt was kind of abandoned how many years ago? Four years ago?
1: kind of. It's, yeah, I mean, two, I mean, a few different. people use it. I know Um, there's a dude, Lightstep, who, who, who uses Exalt still.
2: Oh, he still uses that? He's wow. up in Montreal. Oh, good. Yeah. Montreal, yeah. that's right. I mean, and I understand, I I understand the, uh, the, the idea of using that because it's extreme, you know, extreme altruism is what's going on. And so that's, that's a way to, to just shorten that, you know, Um, but, but at the same time. That one makes more
1: sense to me, to be honest.
2: Yeah, it does. But at the same time, you you know, it's like, I keep telling people and I I take, I tell them take it with a grain of salt and I kind of laugh at myself a little when I say, I know a real life superhero. I had explained this. We had a we had a, a benefit concert put on for us, which was really cool. We had a this uh, 12 bands come together. Uh, this is the second annual one. It's concert for peace, and they look for a recipient for um you know their their fundraising. And uh, they they picked the California Initiative. They like what they saw, you know, and the cool thing was you know I got to be in this this bar full of people this bar and and performance area and they gave me a mic to 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 try to tell people what it was the California initiative did and i used the word superheroes and i saw their faces and i went I, you know i know i know who is this dork standing here saying superheroes and i told them right away we know we're not really superheroes we don't have i can't you know see through your clothes i can't you know whatever, and I named a couple of other examples, and I said, but when we say that, you get it. You get that we're trying to do good things. You get that we're doing it just because it needs to be done. You know, somebody has exactly. to. Exactly. And, and that's the only reason I use the superhero, uh, real-life superhero thing. You know, if if it had started being community superhero, then I'd probably be using community superhero. But the fact that we're yeah. using real-life superhero, and have been using it for... How, how long has the RLSH, you know, title been out there? Like, what, at least um, 10 years? Longer than 10 than, years, well, I think. SJL's been
1: out for more than 10 years, so it's definitely longer than that. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, that's and right.
1: There, and there was that guy, How to Be a Superhero, by the name Knight Rider, like,
2: right, right. 20 or
1: so years ago that came One out. years
2: yeah. yeah. So... It's it's you know so I, I that's why we're using that. It's not because you know we're we're misrepresenting anything. And I hate when people say you know you're not superheroes. Oh my God, really? Because I really thought I could fly. I was gonna go check that out tomorrow. I was gonna try to jump off a building and see if I could fly. Of course we know we're not superheroes. You idiot. That's why I said we only use that to make it easier to describe what we do. So. But there are exactly. People.
3: There are people.
2: There are people what?
3: who are very convinced that they have superpowers. We're not, not going to name yeah. names, but that is a thing. That's <laughs> master
2: religion. Um, that's the thing. Anyway, yeah, so um, <laughs> we're not going to mention anyone's names, but that's good. No, power to them. If they're still doing good stuff, whatever. As long as they don't get killed thinking that they yeah. could stop a bullet, you know, that's whatever. Fine. Fine.
1: But, um, I'm sorry, I want
2: a little tangent. I'm going to be quiet now. Oh, no, no. No, that tangent. Well, that tangent is.
1: It was good. It was. I mean, the whole point of it was a great description of what we're doing. Uh, I mean, all, all of the all the podcasts I've been on have started out as a tangent between you and I. So, so that's kind of. I know. Lately,
2: you see what happens, Specter. This is what happens when when uh, Impact is up way too damn late on Facebook Messenger, <laughs> and I'm sitting here, and we I'm going, "Why aren't you asleep yet?" Because then we get these stupid conversations that lead to these topics but you know it's anything to bring a little bit of enlightenment you know to us to the community to anybody who's interested and I see from the um, comments in our chat room by the way a member of the Paradox Corps uh, if you're in the chat room he's Titus Lupus RLSH but also known as Nightbox that's you right Nightbox like it's not Robert Frost it's Nightbox anyway
1: I forgot um, who too. Oh, mass. Em- it, that's Wolf.
2: Is it Wolf? It's Wolf. That's right. Sorry. Right. Um, they use the title M E R C. So Merck, Mass Emergency Response Corps. That's kind of cool too. But at the same time, if I heard Merck, oh, so you get paid? Yeah. And, and I. Yeah, and I, 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 <laughs> I had to, I had to ask wolf, Frost to right?
1: explain it to me a couple times.
2: Oh yeah, Frost—he's cool. See, and you hear these names, guys? I love—don't you love it? If you're not a real-life superhero listening to this, and most of our listeners aren't, believe it or not, um, aren't these cool names? If you join the real-life superhero community—or whatever you want to call it—you get to pick out a really cool name and a, a really cool. Code cool man. Code name: Sandex. Sandex. That's yeah. Okay. Yeah.
3: It's okay. It's cool to have a code name. It's not that weird. <laughs>
2: Thank you, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, yeah. If, if he weren't able to quote a movie at least ten times a day, I think Nightbug's head would explode. That's, That's not true. true. You know what I'm saying? That's impossible. Yeah. See? see? All right. All right. Enough of you. <laughs> I, I want to see Spectre still.
0: Yeah, so let, let's, um, you know, I, I started off with a quote, and you know what, I, I was kind of thinking originally, pe- people are nervous about this whole superhero thing, that, you know, that that's that's the one thing that people get a little uncomfortable, either people completely embrace it and go with it, or people are like, I'm not really cool with the whole superhero thing, but XOR sounds weird, and I don't know, but... um so, you know, I was thinking about that. I start looking at the quotes from Shakespeare to start the show, The, the Rose by Any Other Name, and then I stumble across uh, the Batman quote, It's not who I am underneath, but what I do that defines me. And we, we kind of touched on what the real-life superhero community does, you know, most of the time, and obviously lots of homeless outreach, public safety patrols, that kind of thing. But... Um, what what would you guys say kind of uh summarizes the type of personalities that you, you find within the real life superhero community? Is a is that kind of a you know, a type of person that you typically come across that uh, you see more than any oh, other Oh
2: yeah. Oh yeah, there's like there's like, what would say you say it's one that, like type, four?
1: But I'd say there's like a few. like maybe
2: four, right? Yeah. Uh, i I would yeah. I would say I, okay, I'll name one and then you guys can name because I know Inspector right. and Bug you've all been seen the community so long I, there's the the person who just found out about us and who's usually pretty young and wants to do something good doesn't know what to do so finds some hoodie and some goggles and takes pictures in in mom's bathroom downstairs and then comes up with a, a name and you know comes online going i'm here hello everybody i'm here here i am so i see a lot of that that was me uh-huh at first. It was kind of me
1: too.
2: <laughs> yeah. All right, now you guys name one. Yeah, go ahead, next.
1: All right, so I think the other one, or another big one, is um. And Shiro touched on this. One of the earlier ones that I did with you guys, one of the earlier podcasts with you guys, which is you get those people who were probably comic book nerds most of their life, were uh, um, never. Very um, maybe not popular. Maybe got picked on a bit. Basically, you know, a bunch of nerds, bunch of nerds or whatever, geeks or whatever you want to call it, who realize they can put on a costume and do and be go do stuff, and then now gets to kind of talk down to the to other people the way they had been talked down to. Yeah. So you get kind of those like controlling people who are like, listen, kid, I've been doing this for. Six months, so let me tell you how to do this right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs>
2: yeah,
3: and already already we're crossing over with these first two examples.
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. That's that's true. A lot of crossover between those two
0: texts. Yeah, you know, you know what as well? Um the 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 example that you just gave impact, um I, I've met a number of those, obviously. They're probably the most prevalent in terms of newbies who have come to the team who claim to have some kind of experience and the biggest risk I always see in those people is when they're delusional about something. And, and normally yeah. that, that delusion is around some kind of expertise in some kind of combat sport. And um, as an example, I, I met this guy really, really genuinely nice guy um, student at, in uh, in Brooklyn who came along to a bunch of patrols with dark guardian and I back in the day. And, um, uh, and I'd been patrolling with him for quite a while. Seemed really level headed and, and uh, he had told me that he was a black belt in 16 different martial arts and he lived in a dojo and he did all this training and, you know, and and I I thought 16 was a little excessive, but I gave the guy the benefit of a doubt. Um, Eventually I asked the guy where he learned these 16 martial arts and he replied, YouTube. (laughs) And, uh, (laughs) you know, suddenly my, uh, my level of confidence in him having my back was pretty minimal.
1: Yeah. All
2: right. (laughs) Also, <laughs> no, I will Wow. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> what about you, neighbor?
0: Uh, and you know, my my problem with that isn't. Yeah, I I mean I can understand if people are feeling insecure that they make up some stuff. Like I get that, and and you know I think any anyone who comes from that kind of a a nerdy background, you know, isn't going to be feeling in the the. The, the most amount of confidence when they're heading out on the street with a bunch of people who, you know, they think are badasses and, you know, they're, they're trying to fit in and make some backstory up. And I can understand where they're coming from, but my biggest problem with that is you're, you're not going to learn if you pretend to know everything already. And, you know, some people just kind of need to close their mouths and open their ears a little more.
2: Oh, my God, amen. What's wrong with saying I have yeah. no experience whatsoever? I, I'm here to learn. I think you did that impact. You came out and you're humble, and you're like, I, I, um, I don't know that much, and I'm wanting to learn. Yeah. And hello, everyone. You get a better I'm,
1: response. I, I, did get a good response, and I think, and I think you're right. I think, I am, and it, not to, you know, not to, not to brag about it. I think I'm, I'm a little more self-aware than the average rookie at this. Like I came in with a, like, you know, I've been doing martial arts for the majority of my life. So I know what I know and I know what I don't. And I know the areas that I've lived in and the areas that I've spent time. And I know the ones that I haven't. And I'm not in this to get myself hurt and I'm not in this to get anyone else hurt. And I came in with that thought process. That was one of the big things that I really made sure that I was aware of to myself, When I started doing this, that I knew what I knew and I I knew and I, at least I didn't know what I didn't know. I had an idea of what I didn't know and where I was walking. And I wasn't going to let my ego get in the way of learning
2: about that stuff. Yeah, if only more people thought that way.
0: Yeah. I will so um, jump in. there. There's a couple of um, a couple of folks in the chat room who are having uh, and, and Geekpile, one of our uh, our longest time listeners. Welcome, welcome again, Geekpile Radio. Um, Geekpile was just throwing out some pretty interesting points, kind of talking about um, the way the way outsiders, for want of a better word, would see the real life superhero community. And one of the one of the comments was, why not just be CERT, as in Community Emergency Response Team? which I think is a great point you know community emergency response team is a great way for anyone to be able to help their community in emergency situations such as a missing persons case a, a fire a, you know any any kind of public emergency a terrorist attack even it's a, a way for the um, the the organized response units to be able to call on civilians who have had some training and be able to to add some value there and it's a great way of becoming skilled yourself in certain uh, techniques that could be really really valuable to you in your life so you know why not just be cert was one comment and the other one was why the mask and and i you know what uh he's geek Power was saying in there most people uh, always most folks always seem to start with a mask and i'm curious to know why why do you think it is and you know for me that's something i've avoided like the plague because i've seen the downside of people wearing a mask and the kind of negative reactions it can get but what, what do you guys think about that
2: well, um, I like that Geek Kyle mentioned in the chat room that there's a certain amount of anonymity and even power. He's saying to a certain degree, the online veil is almost a mask in itself, um, not unlike the shell one has when they road rage. So, in your car, yeah. it, it, you know, it's, our computers are almost the equivalent of our cars. They make us feel like no one we're unreachable, like we can say and do what we want, and we're protected. Um, so maybe that holds true with the mask that you don't know who I am. You're less likely to find out who the real me is and and harass me further. So I think I think that's why. And besides that, someone said masks are fun and cool.
3: They're fun and cool. But what's what's that quote? It's a pretty old quote. I'm probably destroying it completely. But basically, if you want to know who a man is, give him a mask.
2: Something like that. And he'll show his true face. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah,
1: that's that's yeah. something like that. I've heard that one. And it's kind of like
3: it's kind of like other uniforms too, you know. You 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 hear a lot about people in various professions when they suit up, they're they're ready to work and they may they may not wear masks. But the uniform, you know, the uniform puts you in that mindset to, to get to work. Mhm. I don't know.
1: Yeah, um I mean, as someone who obviously regularly does wear wear the mask when I'm out, and not always, sometimes I go without, but if I go without, I go without all of the distinctive stuff. And, you know, part of it is, and it's kind of a mix of everything that was just said. Um, it It's definitely fun. Definitely, like, yeah, I get to be a superhero and have my identity. Um, part of it is I like, The fact that um, who I am without it doesn't have to, or or the fact that what I'm doing in, like, while I'm helping people with the stuff on, isn't me. It's 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 someone else. It's you know, it's it's my own. It's my private life when I'm wearing the stuff and and the the gear acts is like a block, you know. It keeps my private life away from my superhero life. Because um, I like to have a level of privacy, even if I'm showing half my face the way I am, and it's not super hard to figure out, like, like I've had people figure out who I am, because I'll go to similar areas sometimes. And that doesn't bother me, but I like the fact that I can kind of separate stuff, if that makes sense. Oh yeah, and and it's kind of like GeekPal said. Um, There's definitely an aspect of it helping you feel safe and anonymous, Um, especially when I first started out in Durham, and I had like the full face cover mask. It was a huge, it was a huge shell. It was great to have that shell for me because I was still unsure and a little embarrassed. It was nice to not have to worry about people that I knew recognizing me. Um, as I've gotten more comfortable in it, I've you know stopped wearing. I've gone to only half a face mask, but I still like to have it on because it still kind of is a barrier, and it's still com- it's comforting. It's like yeah. a security blanket that I'm wearing on my head and seeing out of.
0: You know, I I, would, yeah. uh, I I definitely understand where you're coming from, but I think the um, the the what my thought on that is, it's not about us feeling secure. Uh, barriers should not be the goal. They should be about removing barriers between us and the people that we're helping, and 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 that uh, you know that the focus shouldn't. If if we're not feeling secure and safe in what we do, then there are other there are other forms of equipment. You know, there's Kevlar and stab-proof vests and things. Um, but, you know, for me, it is, it, it's about it, it, one-on-one with the people I'm trying to help and, uh, and masks are just get in the way of that and, and cause, cause friction there where there doesn't need to be any.
1: And I totally hmm. understand that, and to an extent I agree with that. Um, but when I say protection, I, I don't mean stuff like Kevlar. I mean it's an emotional protection. Um, when I was younger, I, you know, got made fun of a lot. So it's still a way for me to, like, separate myself a little bit. And as for to the people I, I meet, a lot of times when I sit down, if I sit down and talk to someone that I'm helping out, I will, you know, I, I never have gotten my goggles down for that. A lot of times I'll, I'll take the mask all the way off when I'm talking to somebody. It's when I'm actually making the connect, when I'm dealing with someone. Um, and I always, you know, I look them straight, you know, I always talk to them, like look them in the eyes when I talk. So you can still make those connections with the mask. You just got to you know, you
3: just have to work a little harder to do it. Hmm. Yeah, we had an interesting, um, uh, from Robert Bailey, too, in the chat room here, saying, in smaller town America, where I live, let's just say it was like rock and roll's club experience. I could see how this could cause issues at work or SO's work. I guess that's significant other's work.
2: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, there. We're lucky that everybody we know, um, all our friends and family know what we do now because we we came out to them about three, four years ago, three yeah. years ago. But uh, many people haven't. Many people are still, you know, and I understand why. Like, Spectre, I know you don't want everybody in the world knowing that, you know, <laughs> about what you do half the time with, not like you're doing anything wrong, but the the whole costuming, you know, um going out with the group half the time. Actually, you know you what?
0: Uh, for me, there, there's been a turning point in that. And I, and I definitely used to try to keep, uh, particularly from mm-hmm. my professional life, separate from uh, from the, the New York Initiative stuff that I was doing. But you know what? I, I kind of came to an epiphany a while ago that was, why? you know, why don't I want people to know about this? Is, you know, is it that there's something embarrassing? Is there something that I'm doing that's dangerous or stupid? And, and if so, you know, it, should I be doing it at all? And actually... You know, kind of looking at some of the things that we were doing back then, I've got to say some of them were taking undue risks um, just mm-hmm. for the sake of you know going out and saying that we'd done something. You know, why were we trekking through Harlem on you know at 2 a.m. on a Saturday night just to to tell some guy to stop selling weed? You know, so we really it wasn't impacting society at all, and there were ways that we could invest that time in much more worthwhile things that were much smarter, much safer for the team, and much more productive. And, you know, really since turning that corner and, and focusing the team on things that were just, just more real, you know, just, just focusing on real societal problems that we could, we could impact. Um, now I, I tell everyone at work, and not only do I tell everyone at work about what I do, but I get people from work involved in the team. And I probably have, um, I'm going out again in two weeks. We, we're volunteering at a local um, shelter for, um, uh, for, for uh, pover- families that are living in poverty. And we normally have around a team of fourteen volunteers. Something like three of those are regular New York Initiative volunteers. The other eleven are people I know through work or family. Um, so, you know, for me, it's been really beneficial actually coming out from behind the mask as it were.
2: There you go. Yeah, it helps us too. Um, it helps us, like like I said, with this uh, like this benefit concert that they just, you know, if, if um, I'm, I'm sure they might have done it, you know, whether or not. They came. We came out and uh, let them know what we did. But they were really attracted to what we did. And and somebody mentioned that earlier. That you know, I guess it was you, Specker, who was saying that it's it's like Batman says, it's what we do, right? It's what we do that defines us. And and impact. I know you were saying this to someone else that said I'm not an RLSH, but you were saying, but if you're doing the exact same thing as an RLSH, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um well,
1: yeah, I know <clears throat> no, I, I agree and that's why I've never understood the the whole need to distinguish.
3: Well you know, I know who you're talking huh. about, at least I'm pretty sure I do. Yeah, And you I do. think in this I, uh, Yeah. <laughs> and I think in his case he he's he's he, he, he stated repeatedly There's that dog again. Sorry. <laughs> he stated repeatedly that like, he doesn't feel worthy of the title, and I think it's funny. He he, he just loves going out in his costume. And yeah, I don't think he I don't think he he, he knew he was going to blow up blow up the way he did. Um. And he says, you know, I don't really go out and fight crime. Like, if I see something happening, I'll step in. But that that's not necessarily why I'm out there. Like like he enjoys kind of being a, a self invented um costumed personality basically. And yeah. I'm pretty sure he's not the first one to do that. But uh But
2: he's still doing the same thing as a you yeah, know? He's that, just it's,
3: just, it's just funny. It's just funny to me.
2: Oh yeah. No, yeah it, 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 No, sorry,
1: you sorry, sorry go ahead. <laughs> I was no I was basically just agreeing with you, so you you finish your your thought. <laughs>
3: I, I took the opportunity to shove another handful of popcorn in my mouth. Stop
2: eating popcorn. Uh, Geek Pile is asking who. Oh, you know what, Geek Pile. No, we're, to... not, we're not going to do that. Yeah, we're not going to do that. So we'll, 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 we'll talk to you about it another time. Yeah. But, you know, the, the, it's a, the guy's a good guy. And, you
3: know. I actually was trying to get yeah. him mm-hmm. in to call into this show, but um, I couldn't get a hold of him today. But
1: um, and I just yeah. wanted to comment. You guys were saying about, you know, coming out to Friends and Family. And, you know, even though I do, I haven't, I've come out to a few friends and, you know, my girlfriend knew pretty much a week into me deciding to start doing this. My family, (laughs) I told midway through and it's been nothing but helpful. And, Mm -hmm. but the reason I don't tell all, like I just don't post on my, on my other Facebook is just, it's, I like the idea that it's still my, it's still my choice when to tell people.
2: Mhm-, uh-huh.
1: But at the same time, you know, I've gotten a lot of um, help from family um, because of it. Uh, my dad at the hospital will sometimes get like samples of soaps and stuff, and he'll bring them down to me. My parents helped me afford to go to Hope last year because I was working a very uh, low-paying job and couldn't make it on my own. So, like, it's definitely been helpful to have to like let people know. Um, even if yeah. it, even if it's only a few people, networking. Networking. Yeah,
3: and my I brother
1: think... might is a doctor, might come out on patrol as a medic sometimes.
3: Like oh, we haven't done awesome. it,
1: expressed interest.
3: Nice. So.
2: That'd be fantastic.
3: Yeah, like we, you know, we we touched on some of the personality types um, when we started the discussion. I think we only maybe did two of them, mm-hmm. but I think one of the prevalent things um, that's true for a lot of People doing RSH work, there's 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 definitely some pronounced social ineptness, ineptitude. Yeah. What?
2: No, and, the hell you. And think.
3: I won't. You know, I don't. I don't think any of us here have that to it, to the extent that we've seen with some people. But I think the um, for these people who discovered the community, whatever you want to call it, of of people going out and helping people in costume, they found this instant connection and they get to go out and, and be anonymous and continue being kind of socially inept at the same time. You know what I mean? It's not going to yeah. affect them as much because of the mask or, or whatever.
1: Yeah, and that goes back to the whole, like, having a barrier or a protection right. thing, like an emotional protection.
0: Yeah, you know what, as well, I feel like uh, there are certain people who are just glad to get out and just hang out with anyone, you know, there are, there are some people who oh, yeah. are just lonely, who who just just want some friends, and, and honestly, that that's not such a bad thing, I mean, you know, we, 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 we used to do patrols where we would focus on the West Village, we'd walk around on a Friday night, we'd spend a few hours chatting, you know, we'd meet new people, but it was always pretty safe, you know, a couple of times we'd see a fight break out, but even that was well under control, and there were cops everywhere, and... You know, I, I would definitely question the value that we were bringing for the time we were investing, but at the same time, it was a good way for people to kind of get into the swing of it and just get get into the routine. And you know, and and those people who were just out to socialize kind of tended to drift off of their own accord after a while. So it wasn't you know, it wasn't the end of the world. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. they uh, they weed themselves out for you. You don't have to worry about it. So there's a lot of growing. There's growing pains. It's just, I don't want to start talking about the whole community thing because there's been so much crap going on lately. And just when you think, just when you think things are going forward again, just when I thought they were and that everyone was, you know, then more stuff starts and someone's always got to criticize someone else about the way they're doing things. And these title thing, this this title topic was one of the things that came up. And and um, just. Costumes versus non-costumes, it's the same old, and I'm thinking, you guys, you know what, if you spend more time doing the work instead of criticizing other people, this community could actually, I think, uh, Lord Mole, that real-life supervillain that you were talking about earlier, Impact, he, he was saying that, you know, it could, the boat could go forward and not get stuck in this mire, you know. Um, yeah. I, You know, so I'm... I'm just kind of watching now to see what's going on. But I, I, while I appreciate and applaud the efforts of the ones really doing the work, I, I have to shake my head and just, you know, this disappointment is, is all I can think of when I see the ones who are still who should know better. Just live and let live. If someone's not hurting someone else, don't sit there criticizing their efforts. You know, it's it, it's ridiculous. Anyway. So yeah, I you think know as well. I kind things. of feel
0: like the whole subject of labels. The, really, the, the the only value of labels is either social media or, or any other type of media. That there are very little value outside of that. And I feel like media for for this community is is both a blessing and a curse. You know, we we need it to attract new members. We need it to uh, attract funding and to attract publicity around the events that we're doing. Um, but at the same time, it's so easy to get hung up in the the day-to-day drama and bullshit and. And I have to say, you know, you, I think both of you, well, all three of you guys, are fairly well involved. I must, admit, I vote myself out completely, which is, is probably <laughs> not the right answer to it, but I, I just don't have time for that crap, you know. It's it's just more than I've got hours in the day to deal with.
2: You know,
1: I mean, it's more, funny you said more and more, that. I've oh, been fine. doing that too. Oh, yeah, would yeah, say more yeah, and more, I've been here. doing that too. I've the last two, three weeks maybe, I've really been stepping back. Any. Is there any anything that I can, it's easy to tell when a post is going to cause an argument. It's so easy to look at it and go, yep, yeah, there's going to be a fight right there." So anytime I see that, I'm just like, "Nope, not not touching it. I'm just going to stay away. I'll read it. I'll read what people write, but I'm not going to say anything about it."
2: Because then you fall into it. Yeah, you know, you, you get caught up in it. And and honestly, these past few days. Uh, like this weekend and these past few days, I've just been kind of backing off and going, you know what? Too much time. Like you said, Spectre, it's just way too much time. I, I have enough time to see how my friends are doing now and to post up whatever we've got going that, that we're inviting everybody to. And that's it. Just th- That's all. Otherwise, someone just recently said, yeah, it's what it is is it's a time suck. It's a way to, in fact, one of our team, our new teammates mm-hmm. said that it was a, it's there to, <laughs> it causes drama and it takes away a lot of your time. So, um, yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, by the way, uh, Robert Bailey too in on, uh, in our chat room was asking, what are your thoughts on R L S C real life supervillains? Kind of curious on that label too. I'm, I'm going to make mine quick, but, um, I have a lot of respect for the real-life supervillains um, because I, God, two of the most vocal ones, um, two of, and, and they're not so they're not so prevalent in the in the community anymore. In fact, they they rarely come on. But in their heyday, I I would say that they were two of the uh, toughest, roughest, and toughest uh, supervillains out there, and, and that was Captain Blackheart and Baroness Blackheart. Um, and and their crew, uh, third, what was it called? The uh, sector, three. sector three, Eye of Doom, and they they existed solely solely to keep real life superheroes in check. I mean, if they were around now, and that's right, RLSB, I'm calling you out because if Cap and Baroness were still as active as they were back then, there would be none of this crap that you see in the real life superhero community some of the dumbest posts i've ever seen would have been called out broken down and that person who posted would have hidden away for a few days to think about how stupid they sounded when they posted that and and that's that's what i miss from the rlsb community i'm really not seeing a lot of that lately i don't see them calling people out i don't see them pointing out the lies or pointing out the flaws in your logic you know, uh, because other real life superheroes won't do it. Other real life—you could tell. I said I was going to be short. I'm sorry, I haven't. But in the real life superhero community, there's almost a thin line, thin blue line, where if if a real life superhero comes out and says, "Oh, I just kicked a dog," people will go, "Oh, you poor thing. Are you okay?" I mean, that's that's extreme. I'm taking it to the to the you know, most extreme, but. No one wants to go, um, why the hell did you kick the dog? Are you crazy? Once in a great while, you'll see people calling each other out. But for the most part, no one wants to fight with their fellow superhero because they, you know, they, they don't want to call people out. No one does. I've seen so much crap these past couple months. No one says anything about it.
0: Yeah.
2: And, and I understand the reasons that people don't want to get involved. But at the same time, it's becoming that thin blue line.
3: Hey guys, hey guys, I I broke up a ninja drug den last week, and we lost four team members doing it.
2: <laughs> well, no, really, this really happened. If it's only four, uh, it's not that bad, right? <laughs> right. And then four. you'll get all these people. You'll get people posting little teardrop emojis. You poor thing. Oh, oh, darn. You know. So, uh, really, I'm just I. I've seen just the worst behavior from people who call themselves heroes. And that's another part of labeling. You know, it's it's, it's, like we said, it's not what you call yourself. It's what you do. Some people, if there were a standard and if there were someone who was officially issuing RLSH badges based on your character and your behavior, there would be very few people who have those badges. Because most of the people would have gotten their badges taken away, and maybe even myself a few times, I'd have had to re-earn that badge.
3: We you don't know? need no stinking mean, badges.
2: I mean,
1: I, I, everyone's The thing is, everyone screws up. It's just whether or not they continually do
2: it right. Exactly. You know? Like I,
1: God knows. I, I mean, I'm maybe maybe not maybe not Specter, but I'm pretty sure the other three of us have all done some oh, heavy yeah. crap on the RL- in the RLSH
2: community. Yeah. And, and then you try to do better next time, you know? It's those ones that, that keep doing it and keep doing it. And then they gather a few homeless supplies and everybody's like, oh, you're cool. You're a real-life superhero. Yeah. <laughs> so see how valuable, not, those labels are? They mean, they yeah. mean very little compared to what your actions are. You know
0: what, as well, though? I kind of feel like some of the people in, engaged in the community, and, and again, I can completely understand why. I feel like some people just want a quick fix to some of society's problems. And, you know, the, the work we do is not glamorous. You know, there are no quick fixes involved, and it takes a long, long time. It takes years and years and you feel like you're not making a dent in it. Like, the, you know, the homeless outreach, the public safety patrols, you know. If you get one tiny victory, it feels like you've taken over the world because, you know, week after week after week, you're just slogging away. And I can understand why people want a quick fix, why they want to make up stories about doing this and that and the other, but that, that's not real life. That's kind of a fantasy. And, and you know, I, I wish it was real life. I wish it was that easy.
2: All right Oh, the iron. That,
1: that's <laughs> that stuff's what I call that's what I tend to call the uh, that's the se- that's the like the sexy heroism that people want they don't want the walking around and looking for homeless people and you know you're out there for three hours and you find five people to help and no one on the street talks to you and there's no no fights to break up and it <laughs> rains and it rains and it rains. Like, that's, that's bo-. and then you have to, and yep. then you have to walk uphill both ways <laughs>
2: And, <laughs> that's that, and yeah see, like, you're, that's, you're like describing, the, it, that's why I say, yeah, just like you, I say it's not a glamour gig. people are looking for that glamour yeah. gig, you know it's not it's not and and you can tell the ones who are who are motivated by the right, you know their intentions are 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 right because they keep doing this crap even in the rain, even though it gets ugly, you know and and they they keep. Slogging, slogging through, like you said, Specter. You know, those are the. To me, those are the ones who are the real heroes. Oh, and real quick, that was another thing. I saw a big argument where where people were, were arguing over who could actually use the word hero. One one person was just adamant that unless you were military and had served your country and uh, something like that, I that you could not call yourself a hero. And I understand you don't want to call yourself a hero. It's but also, again, in the context of comic books it's a term. Thank you. Thank you. It's, you know,
1: it's so. a, it's a self appointed title in this situation. It's not an honorific, And that's what people need to understand is that real life. Superhero is not an honor. You earn necessarily. It's something you decide to do. It's an, it's like an action more than a, than a title. Yeah, Like, no one's going to say, now you have become a real-life superhero, young Kim Wasabi. You've <laughs> earned it. Um, I know I just, like, mixed things there. But,
2: like, no, <laughs> no
1: one gives it to you. You just have to say, I want to go be a real-life superhero and find the thing that you need to help fix. If you see yeah. that there's needles everywhere and you say, I'm going to be Captain Claw thingy and pick up needles all day... Godspeed. You're you're a real and you decide uh, that's what makes you the hero? Good, you're a hero. Yeah, so, you know what yeah, well? I it's, not it's like. Someone's gonna like pop out of the, just... the bushes after a month and go, Now you're a hero. No. <laughs> just... <laughs> That'd be cool <laughs> though.
2: That'd be super cool. I'm sorry. You know,
1: I,
0: I feel like there are two sides to that coin though. The the one is like you say, one is a job. You know, the real life superhero is kinda like a job title. It, it's what we do and we try to do it as well as we can. But um there's also the other aspect is some people may choose to refer to us as heroes because of what we do um the same as you may refer to surgeons or cops or firefighters or you know or uh, you know people in the a c l u these days i mean how we, we're hearing about lawyers being called heroes these days because they're doing amazing things for for the community, and you know for me there's no problem in that i 'm quite you know, I'm not asking oh, people agree. to refer to me as a hero because I give a pack to a homeless guy, but I d- I definitely like the idea that we're glorifying work where people are just going out of their way to do a good thing for the people around them.
2: That's the bottom of line. That. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And uh, by that... the way, Robert Bailey in the chat room has said you have snatched the pebble. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> I like that one. <laughs>
3: Time for you to leave. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's, it's exactly it. It, it, it's. What well, I always say it's all about your intentions. It's what are your intentions? What are your motives? You know, and and uh, that to me determines whether it's a heroic thing or not. So, it's, it's, I would are really, the methods are almost as important as the motives? Y- yeah, yeah, that's true. The methods. How did you do it? What did you, you know? Gosh. Like, like driving,
1: driving in a car and slinging cans of spaghetti at people wouldn't be a very nice way to be <laughs> giving out homeless cash. So you'd technically be doing it. Dude,
2: but how fun would that? No, never mind.
1: never mind. Aren't you still spaghetti man? I am.
2: Oh yeah. That that
1: is an honorific. That was yeah. an honorific. That's what the homeless started calling me because I give out cans of spaghetti. That's the one yeah. that I actually like. Real life superhero to me. Is the is the job title. Spaghetti Man was the thing they called me, and that made it an honor. There uh, you go.
2: Full cans of soda to the head, Geek Pile says. Okay, now see what you started. <laughs> and don't be, okay. <laughs> Heroes 101 Radio I, I am taking no does liability not endorse for any of anything ideas.
3: anyone says ever.
2: Right. If right. anyone decides
1: to do this, it is not my fault. Disclaimer, right. don't do it.
2: Exactly. The opinions expressed in Heroes 101 <laughs> To not necessarily, anyway. Um,
1: I had to
3: break in for a second, but we, do we all watch Sesame Street? Yeah. Or, what, are you
2: Street? a commie bastard? What's up with you? My yeah. my
3: favorite Grover quote, and I can't remember the context at all. I just remember him saying, it's like, my mother said to me once, don't do
2: it. That's it. Wow, <laughs> <Really? There. laughs> that's
3: it. That's it. We're saying like we don't endorse it. You know, you know what, your Grover, do
2: your Grover imitation is really lacking. I think oh, Grover. My mother said to me, what? Do not do it. Okay, yeah. That, that's not only so Cookie Monster. Good. That was more Cookie, wasn't it? Yeah. Cookie Monster, deeper voice. There you go. see, Grover is super. There you mama. go. There you go. Oh gosh. Oh, okay. Grover. You got one, Speckle? I bet you don't. you got that No, you jacket. know, uh,
0: you know, I used to sing in a metal band. That was all I did. I destroyed my voice box <laughs> during that week after week after week.
2: No, more. more. Okay. <laughs> oh man. What you got for uh, and speaking of, uh, you know what? For for one minute, okay. Geek Geekfowl's making this laugh here in the chat room. <laughs> And uh, he was saying, well, "Cause you guys see, they're rolling with Impact's comment about throwing soup—no, uh, spaghetti cans at the homeless—and and so Geek pile saying justice bombs, you know, and and <laughs> Spectre joined in and said compassion <laughs> in the face, fish. Wow. <laughs> and so Geek Pile saying, like in time bandits, when Robin Hood thieves would punch the poor in the face after Robin gave them treasure. Yeah, that's not. Oh, when yes, yeah, brutal Robert Bailey. You're right. Oh my God, you guys. Um, aren't aren't all our handouts well, like you that? Doing yeah. right, you
1: get one of those t-shirt cannons and launch the cans on back.
0: Oh.
2: Here's some warm clothing. <laughs> oh my God, I hate yeah. you. Warm socks, <laughs> dude. Oh man. Okay, um, so you know what we were supposed to also discuss online communication. You know, the just oh, yeah. better way, better ways to communicate online. You know, I, I don't even know. Do we? I we've got like a half hour left, but but before we do that, I want to bring up uh, something that's coming up. It's really helping the homeless. Boom! Thanks, God. Oh my God! Somebody's gonna hurt a homeless person because of you. In fact. Um, <laughs> um, we are doing in three, three weeks, three weeks, three weeks. Uh, I got to mention that we are, we, as in Nightbug, Vector, and I, and Spectre, uh, and and Impact did this with us in um, North Carolina. Uh, we're doing the Warrior Dash again. And if you have ever listened to Heroes 101 Radio, you know that we, we love that muddy nastiness. For some reason, we're just, glutton uh, for mud punishment. And we're doing that in Los Angeles on um, April the 8th, Saturday, April the 8th. And we're we're raising money again with the Misfits for Life team led by Denise Messino, Missy Fitzgerald on um, Facebook if you want to friend her. She's Misfit. Uh, pro bodybuilder, Miss Olympia runner up, and uh, sweetest five foot nothing person you've ever met in your life who who talked us all into doing these mud runs and who uh, has helped inspire her team over the last four plus years to raise over a hundred thousand for St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital, a hundred thousand um, in four years over that much. so if if you're listening right now and you're anywhere near LA or you plan to be in LA that weekend, you know what? The one thing I can tell you is everyone is equally welcome on this team. It doesn't matter if you're a turtle or a rabbit. We No one leaves anyone behind. Everyone is like family. Everyone's kind and supportive, and we'd love to have you join us. Uh, if you need more info about that, you can check out what, – what's the best link? We have so many links. Uh, active-ism.com. Um, oh, thank you. Impact. you put Boom. it in the. Oh, you car- got it. There you go. You own it, bruh. Blah! Wow. Active-ism, uh, active-ism.com. And you'll see us all on there. So if you have no idea what we look like and you're just kind of in love with our dulcet tones, you'll see all of our faces there, all of us. Uh, except Yeah, but even better, uh, like
0: you said, come to LA and hang out with us. Yeah. Go diving in some, diving in some disgusting mud. You'll never ever wash it out. It'll be in your
2: uh-huh. various crevices
0: for
1: months. Um, I still find some
2: last year. <laughs> right, exactly. And
1: then I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm also a disgusting person. I don't shower enough, but I still find some.
2: All right, TMI. But yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm yeah, kidding. Man. I
1: shower occasionally. <laughs>
2: Uh, is there any way I could, let's see. So Robert Bailey is saying people, at my YMCA are bonkers for that dash stuff, <laughs> but I near, never hear about it helping anything. Is there any way I could direct these types of things to help you with COSI? Yes, absolutely. Are you kidding? Um, like I said, uh, w- you know what? We'll talk after the show. We can, we can chat. And, um, if you aren't friends with us already on Facebook, friend, all of us impact. On Facebook, Spectres on Facebook, um, Nightbug, Rock, Rock and Roll, Rock and we're all on there. Um, yeah, or,
0: or just ping us through the Heroes 101 show link, and we could we could yeah. definitely talk about ways that either people can contribute to the St Jude's charity via Misfits Group, or there, there's a bunch of other stuff we do that that people uh, can help with. Um, that, that all yeah. go to different good causes. So we we got a lot of ways that people can get involved.
1: a really oh, cool so thing. Oh, so have. What's up? So I do have something. Um the week that you guys are doing the dash, uh-huh. which unfortunately I can't go to, I'm gonna be in Memphis visiting with another initiative member, uh, Sweetie it's nice. And yeah. Uh we're, we're planning our own handout for the summer. Um but uh so one of the team members had had posted in the Miss Fitch group about a girl was recently diagnosed with cancer and won shout-out videos. Well, she at least currently is in Memphis. So while I'm there, I'm going to go try and stop by in full gear because I already sent her a video. So Thank I'm you for reminding me. Instead. Yeah, do, do, videos, videos. do
2: Yeah, yeah, we need to do that. Um, yeah, no, that's, that's fantastic. Thank you for going out and doing that. That's really important. I mean, we can't even fathom and we don't want to have to ever fathom what it's like to have a child suffering um enough to be at you know say juice um because that means they're fighting some form of cancer so uh yeah no i think it's wonderful that you're going out there doing it thank you so much um and like Victor said if you're in la or you can get to la come and join us man that's that's one more person to get to know one more family member It's, it's wonderful and not to mention that uh uh, one of my bands is performing out there. Uh, we're going to screen Misfit's movie. She's got a movie. It's called The Adventures of Misfit, and it's all about her, her journey into this whole real-life superhero world. And uh, she's going to screen that either on Sunday, Saturday night or Sunday. And the um, our band is playing Saturday night in downtown L.A. at, oh, my God, the Redwood Bar downtown LA, Saturday night, April 8th, April 9th, we're going to be playing Santa, in Santa Ana, and I can't remember the name of the bar, but I'll post it here on our, on our page, Um, so the cool thing is, I'm dragging Spectre out to sing with us again, like he did last time, (laughs) yeah, like it or not, dude, no, hush, gotta, gotta, I've heard that rock and roll voice, dude. uh, It needs to be on more than just Heroes 101 Radio. But, okay, so we we, we gave up all that info, so if you're interested in getting to know a few awesome people, come and and join us. But back to the online communication thing. Before we We do, though,
0: um, if you can't wait three weeks to see us at the Warrior Dash and you're not on the West Coast around L.A., um, every single initiative branch is involved in a Project Hope event this weekend, uh, which, for want of a... a better longer explanation is a homeless outreach event in across eight different states in the US and in the UK as well so this would be sunday in various cities across the US so uh, check out the initiative collective on facebook and we've got links to all of the branches and all of their hope events on there so you can uh, wherever you are we should be able to hook you up either to help out uh, you know, with with joining an event to help fund supplies for an event, or or just if you're interested in seeing what we do, check that one out as well.
2: Excellent. Thank you. I I almost let that slide. How dare I? <laughs> Who could forget yeah. that? I know. It's it's going to be a big deal. It's uh, we look forward. She to... said. Wow. Thank you, Nightbug. Uh, we look forward to these these Hope events. And like uh, like Impact said, he's gonna they're gonna have another Hope event. Uh, another outreach um, later on in the year, uh, I think, what, did you say August?
1: Is, or, yeah, or, we haven't figured out, the we haven't nailed down the exact day, but it's going to be yeah. August.
2: Yeah, see, that stuff is fantastic because people are meeting all year long, and it's nice to have these groups that go out and they provide food, water, whatever, you know, some essentials, um, just because. To me, that's superhero-ish. There you go. There you go. Um, okay, so uh, did I did we go off off topic enough, or or is it just time to segue into the next topic with to something Thanks, clever? You no,
0: know I, I wanted I, to, to handle my my one last type of person that you meet within the real life superhero community. Oh yeah, yeah. This this is a type of person who I meet primarily through the initiative and and through other groups <laughs> uh, who who are basically the long standing. Um, really effective real-life superheroes who are just out there doing the work every single day and just making a difference in their communities. Ah. And you know what? To me, what categorizes those people is that they they just want to do good for other people, putting other people over and above themselves. And that, that to me, has always seemed like something so simple. You know, there, there was a Superman quote, uh, there is a right and a wrong in the universe and the distinction is not hard to make. And it always seemed to me like... Everybody knows right and wrong. You know, most people are trying to do right, and most people want to put other people's happiness and, and safety above their own. Um, but you know what? Recently for me, there, there was an event just last week, just last Tuesday, a, a week ago today, um, where, where something happened in, in my personal life where I was trying to prevent a, a really bad thing from happening to someone that I know. And I was surrounded by people who had said, "No, no, I've got that person's back. You know, I, <clears throat> I'm going to do the right thing. You need to trust me." And gradually, as, as things got harder and we ended up nearer and nearer to the precipice of things going really wrong, all of those people dropped away. And you know, and I'm not saying this to try to make myself sound, uh, you know, superhuman in, in sticking with them, but but for me, it was always a case of, you know, I've got this person's back no matter what. And and, and you know, effectively this ended up with the person uh, losing their job, very likely now becoming homeless, and, and, and you know, going from a, a fairly stable place to a very, very bad place. Um, but, yeah, you know, just seeing these people who were talking about, I've got your back and I'm going to do the right thing, and as soon as it came down to, well, you know, is my livelihood at risk? You know, is my reputation at risk? And maybe I'm really not willing to go out on a limb. Maybe I'll uh, just look out for number one here and turn a blind eye. And... And, you know, it made me realize that, that not everyone thinks the way that, that we in the initiative and we in the real-life superhero community do, that, you know, other people, even complete strangers, their well-being is worth more than our own, and we're willing to put things on the line to guarantee their safety above our
2: own. Bravo. Thank you. Thank you. I remember hearing you going through that, um, and and uh, it's nice to know that that's the kind of loyalty that you provide, that you bring, you know. Because we were going to a family, so, you know. Yeah, and, you know, I kind
0: of feel like everybody that we are in this community, and, and I, I say this community probably meaning more the initiative, but uh, mm-hmm. the, the people that I'm very close to in other groups as well, um, everyone has that same kind of ethos and that same kind of mindset. And, it, you know, to me it means that when things go well and we're, we're effective together, there's no better feeling. You know, it really is a family feeling, and, and there's no better kind of uh, sense of collaboration or inclusiveness than that. Um, And similarly, you know, when things don't go well, you know, you can't, I I feel like, you know, you can't save everyone. And we're all aware of that. We're all adults, and and bad things are going to happen to good people. But I feel like we we have to try to save everyone, and that's probably what sets us apart. Um, But, you know, when the worst happens and we don't save everyone and and bad things happen to good people, there's a community there for you who, 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 you know, someone to talk to and a shoulder to cry on, you know.
2: Absolutely. And, and I think that's the, Oh my goodness. I think that when we all wake up in a better mood and we all um, can, can take a breath and think about what needs to be done. That's, that's part of our meditation is that, you know, we can't save everyone, but we should try. And that's, that's, that's what keeps me going. Is we can't do it. Like when people ask, don't you feel like you might not be doing anything? You might be not be doing enough. It would be worse for me if I didn't try to do it. And I know that that probably stands true for, you know, you guys uh, and, and maybe a lot of people listening. But um, I, I've seen you impact, put people above you. I've seen, you know, I've seen Spectre and I've definitely seen Bugs. So um, that gives me hope when I get really pissed off at the world. So... Have fun, and,
1: for you guys. And I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that group, this th- that last type of person, because you know there, are n- not only kind of the people in this room, but I do consider all of you on this. But there are some of those people out there that like, I know that you know there are days that I'm just not, I just want to, not give up on doing it, but like I'm just angry, and mm-hmm. I've got people like you guys or like Night Nightingale, who just like. Boost me back up and just like make make me want to remind myself why I'm trying to be better a better person. And so like I'm glad you mentioned that group because that's the most important of all the ones, and it's the one we almost missed, which is the ones that push
2: us to be better. Exactly, exactly. You know, and and uh, I I feel like if 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 everybody had someone like that in their life that could bring you back up to wanting to be a better person. Can you imagine what a better world this would be if, uh, you know, if if everybody had that?
0: Yeah, yeah. And you know what we were talking earlier about, how it, it's not sexy to do the small stuff. It's not sexy to be, uh, you know, to be the one out there helping the homeless or supporting other people and the kind of stuff we do. But there, there was a quote, actually, from a Batman comic where uh, Commissioner Jim Gordon says, uh, you're, you're going to make a difference. A lot of the times it won't be huge. It won't even be visible sometimes, but it will matter just the same. And I think, you know, that that's it. It's the cumulative effect of, of what a bunch of people are doing that just adds up to, uh, to a step in the right direction for humanity, I think.
2: Agreed. Agreed. It's all the little band-aids, right? All the little... Uh little chugging along that, that eventually moves moves the big machine forward. So um, and you guys, thanks, because I needed we do that. Might not, uh,
1: <laughs> what we do no, might not
2: be a lot,
1: but it's a lot to those that we do it for.
2: You know, i I got to say something about that, because you reminded me of a really important point I wanted to make regarding the labels that we didn't. when When that person was really adamant about who could be called a hero and who couldn't, I wanted to say, hold on, hold on. The next time I go out and give somebody whatever it is they need, you know, either a, a pair of gloves or socks or water or food, and they sit there and they look like they want to cry and they say, thank you, God bless you, and, you know, and oftentimes you hear them go, you're my hero. All right, there's no way I'm going to turn to that person and go, you have no right to say who's a hero and who isn't. They absolutely have the right. say who is their hero and who isn't so you know just with what you said impact i i i believe that yeah those those acts if they've become heroic in someone else's eyes then yeah then then they're absolutely you know heroes so yeah down
1: to it oh you can go (laughs)
0: I was going to say, you know what? For me, I, I encounter this stuff more than I'm comfortable with. I'm not naturally comfortable with people giving me positive labels. That's not that's not my um, personality. <laughs> but um, you know, I'm I'm cool if it's inspirational to other people. That, that's all I care about. And you know, I've had I had two last week. Someone said to me at a volunteer event, "Hey Simon, you know, I uh, I feel like I'm a better person for knowing you, and that you you make me a better person than I was before." And I. And I think, great, you know, I'd, I'm not taking credit for that, but at the same time, this is a person who never used to volunteer for anything who now goes along to a weekly outreach event. And, you know, great. And similarly, somebody said to me, uh, hey, Simon, you know, <clears throat> I saw a meme the other day that there are there are managers and then there are leaders, and I see you as a leader, um, not just some manager. And, and I said, yeah, okay, that, that's cool. But, you know, the, the important thing for me is that this guy thought about it and was thinking about ways that he can – do a better job than I've ever done and you know when when he gets to the point in his career or his you know volunteer work that I'm at then he's going to be he's going to be a step above where I am and that that's all I care about is is you know I don't necessarily want to be a role model I want to inspire people to be better than I am now
2: yeah that's uh that's the way to that's the way it should be that we if we as a group and I'm talking about we in the real life superhero community or uh anybody out there who's listening and, and says, I want to do something if if you aspire to be you know better than you were yesterday or if you uh you know um try to inspire people to be you know better than you are trying to be today that's that's what's important. It's tough, I know I know it's really tough trust me, but uh it's something to meditate upon every every morning like I said. And I, I think that with 10 minutes, maybe we won't discuss, uh, I don't know, what do you guys think, online communication too much? I I think that's a good topic that I needs think, to be, you know. Yeah,
1: I I feel like I could do a whole talk on that if you want. Oh, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, I told
0: you my um, feeling, but I, did have one I, thing I don't to do
1: say.
2: it. <laughs> you don't do it.
1: Yeah. That, don't, don't do it. So Spock oh, is just not allowed in that conversation then. He, he's just not going to sh- show up that day. So he'll intro and be like, I'm done now. Bye.
2: Um, (laughs) I told you guys I wasn't going to
1: do it. I did want to say something about the original topic of the whole labeling thing. And for those, Mm -hmm. for people who do want to have their own labels, and this is to anyone listening, is that's what your teams are for. If you want to say, oh, I'm, I mean, that's where the whole community superhero label came from is, that's a team name. Like, someone once asked me, oh, are you an XJL? I'm like, no, I'm in the XJL, I'm a real life superhero. They're not the same thing. Like, they're, they're like, an initiative is a, can be a real life superhero, but, but a real life superhero does not necessarily mean, mean initiative. So if you want to label mm-hmm. things separately, go by whatever, if you have a team, go by your team name. If you don't have a team, get a team and go by that team name.
0: <laughs>
1: like, it's, 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 to me, it's the easiest way, so that, I mean, because and this is going to segue into the future podcast of online communication. One of the things I noticed is the easiest way to start an argument is, to be a real life super, superhero, you need to do this. Da, da 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 That's an argument. That is an argument going to happen. So instead, say to be a member of the XJL, you have to do this. Boom. That way, you can't really argue against it. It's, that's what my, that's the standards of the team.
3: Yeah. Good point. You're not a real-life superhero unless your gloves match your boots.
2: Okay, that's Damn a it. given, though. Come on, man. Damn you it. You know that. know that. I you know have been lying suit.
1: to myself for a, you for have a year been. now. You
2: should know better. Spector, your gloves match your boots, boots don't they? They're nice my and gold and sparkly.
0: Boot. I thought, I thought oh, that was a no. euphemism for, like, do the curtains match the drapes or something. But
2: uh, Oh, good Lord. Well, oh, got that's, a oh, that's what she said. <laughs> wow. Uh, that's what I do get for doing a show with, how, four, three guys? Boo! Yeah, uh, yeah. Boo! <laughs> boo! You know, it's a really long boo, I realize. Even though it's only six seconds long, <laughs> she really does get that boo in your face like that. And it's just Wow. Rubbish! Garbage! <laughs> <laughs> Someday we're going to have to have a show all about the Princess Bride. Oh yeah, because we could. Oh,
1: at work last week we were going out in the field, and my boss yells out, "Have fun storming the castle." It was <laughs> like a great moment. It was oh, I I really felt to... at home at this job.
2: Oh, there you go. See, you knew. I often used to tell my kids, uh, "What was it? Good work. Sleep well."
3: <laughs> most likely
1: kill you <laughs> in the morning. Uh, in the sleep morning. well, Wesley. Uh, well, yeah. I'm I'm like to kill you in the morning.
2: Yeah, I usually tell my kids that every night. Other people read their kids' stories and sing to them. Not me. I'm mourning mine of impending death from their mother, possibly, in the morning.
1: <laughs> Got to make
2: them tough. That's that's, a, that's how it goes. And then tomorrow.
1: eventually when they're old enough, you tell them they will be great dread pirate robbers.
2: Yeah, well, you know, that, I mix that in a lot with, uh, if they're just looking at me for no reason, I'll say, I don't like you either. You just watch yourself. And they know. They know. They know they gotta watch yeah, the film. That's now. a good one. <laughs> yeah. Oh my poor kids! God, they're gonna put me in a home someday. You watch. Anyway, uh,
1: sooner than you think.
2: Sooner than I think. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's, that's okay. their job. Like <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, and it's my job to instill terror. Uh, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's six minutes until the end of the show. Uh, does anybody? Uh, I think we've reminded everybody of what we're doing. Uh, we got that that big uh, hope thing this weekend uh Impact are going to be in uh Memphis in April uh planning another outreach event with a uh, sweetie pie from the Tennessee um, initiative
0: and you know what I think and, I, I know we've got some some fans of Misfit in the uh, in the chat room right now as well as well as the clear fans of Misfit who are hosting the show. Um, but uh,
1: yep, we're, there, uh, yep. we're looking
0: to have a Warrior Dash-themed episode. We we do this every year, and, and I always think this is going to be the same old, same old, but, you know, it comes around and it's always an awesome show. But we're going to do a Warrior Dash-themed show before the Dash to talk about everyone's training and, and uh, fundraising and how we're all uh, preparing to uh, dive into Six Feet of Mud. And um, then we're going to do a Warrior Dash show after the Dash to talk about the uh, – gross injuries that we got and how we all needed antibiotics and,
1: uh, but also <laughs> having no, played an no awesome No one break your it. shoulders yeah. this year.
0: Oh, jeez, Yeah. Let's not do that. You want
2: to tell yeah, the no audience why that. you guys mentioned that? You guys tell, tell the audience why you mentioned that.
1: So one of our, one of the organized, I think the guy who organized um, the North Carolina race, who's also one yeah. who told me about this girl that I'm going to try and go visit, um, there's this uh, fire j- jump where, you know, you jump over, like, a little flaming line or whatever, and he goes and he jumps, and I don't know what happened on his landing, but he ate it hard, and uh. he ended up carrying, I think, a ligament in his shoulder, and uh. was yeah, kind of out like, of tore, tore his
0: tricep, like, completely tore his tricep. Oh, yeah, it, funny. he. Oh.
1: He was out of, He was out of commission for a bit um and and I was yeah. talking to him a week or so ago, and he was saying, like you know he'd got to be careful this
2: time around. Yeah, you know, Specter. So, uh, when we went, when we did the one in Tennessee, um I remember going over a, a an obstacle. it was an over under obstacle. You'd have to like climb over a, a little wall and then crawl under something and climb over another one. And and at the end of the last wall that you had to crawl, crawl over, there was a girl sitting there with this group of people around her. It looked like she had broken her ankle.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, the way absolutely.
2: It was Remember that? Yeah. yeah.
0: So. And you know what people say? It, it's You know, a warrior dash is easy. And, and, you know, in theory it is. It's a 5K run. It's climbing over a few frames and up a couple of ropes. It's jumping into some water. You know, it's it, it should be no big deal. But... There there are always ways that people get hurt. There was a guy who um, was in our group in North Carolina who was climbing down a frame, and one of the timbers just gave way, and he just ended up oh. like falling eight feet onto his back on the ground. He,
1: and, he also you know. had, like, 45 pounds in a pack. Yeah. Because he was doing it in honor of, I think, some fall, like fallen veterans or something like that. So just, it was like, you know, he probably fell between four or six feet plus the extra 45 pounds, and is a big dude. So, like, a lot of force hitting the ground suddenly that he was not prepared for. Yeah.
0: Wow. And, you know, we've had heat stroke and, and people getting infections and things. It, it's definitely, you know, it, it, it's not, you know, you're not going to war, but at the same time, it, it's not a joke. And, and, you know, people do need to take it seriously and make sure they're hydrated and uh, try to get, uh, you know, unless there's a foot and a half of snow outside, try to get in some kind of a shape.
2: Right, right, I had to go, uh, I bought a treadmill a few years ago Because, you know, uh, we don't get two feet of snow Like you poor East Coasters But uh, it gets cold enough here to where I'm going, nope, not having it So we've been hitting our treadmill on incline a lot lately Just trying, trying to, you know, whatever we can't do at the gym We we try to make up for at home So, um, yeah, because uh, a warrior dash took me out once I, I, I got dehydrated couldn't finish it. So did you know that impact? I had to I had to drop out of one one year. I did not know
1: that. But yeah, I have yeah, gotten behind myself. So I will say yeah. that is no joke.
2: No joke. Sucks. I mean Yeah, they had me in a uh medic tent with uh like the little IV thing not the, anyway, they, they had Maybe. they they had to watch me really well. So yeah, I'm make sure we don't do that again this year. So anyway we've got ninety seconds left, gentlemen. So I think it's time to wrap it up. Uh, I want to thank my uh, my co-hosts tonight, uh, uh, Specter. It's eh, always a pleasure. Um, impact, Same, and uh, Nightbug, you rock that sounding board, honey. So
1: we give it to
2: Mike. She tonight. said, "Oh boy, yeah,
1: thanks, guys. Yeah, I, I want to thank my girlfriend who got into town today and is still letting me do this show. So hey, nice. She's wow. awesome. <laughs> thank she you is for awesome." Impact. <laughs> I, I'm going
0: to read one last superhero quote from my favorite superhero lesser known Beta Ray Bill Beta Ray Bill if you're this side of the pond <laughs> who said if there is nothing but what we make in this world brothers let us make it good and with that I That's think we one. should call it a night so we'll be back same bat time same bat channel next week thanks everyone in the chat room thanks to Rock and Bug and Impact and we will talk to you again really soon
2: Woo! love you guys See thanks
0: all Good night. Yeah, here
2: we go. Woo! Yeah, yeah. You know you guys can talk on this. We need to go there,
0: right? Now. No, we can't. <laughs>
2: yourself. we want wanted men.
0: I have the death sentence on 12 systems.